Welcome to every album ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined as always by my trusty handy co-host Alexander Volts. Say hello. Hello. This is every album ever the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography per episode, and today we'll be discussing every album by God, all capitals, G-O-D. The most impossible band to Google and also find albums of. This is a, uh, a deep, a deep poll here. Deep, deep, deep. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, this is our first episode of the new year. And well, we pulled this from our Patreon poll. Uh, for, if you're up to the Patreon, you get to suggest artists for us, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and this one we pulled. I almost don't know why we covered this. <laughs> it's, but it's like it fits our MO completely. It does. But who's going to, who in the world, if you know that, if you're a fan of this band, you know this band, for the love of God, hang out with us. Yeah, because uh, I never heard of this band, and um, their shit's not available on streaming. Nothing. It's our th- there's a third or fourth episode with uh, not a single thing streaming from the band. But if you are a fan of noise rock, this is worth seeking out. Oh uh, yes, yeah. They haven't even like repressed anything, but this this is impressive. This it's, yeah, we got. This is like a, a ruins of Everest episode, kind it, of, dude. But more obscure. Would have, uh, I believe, our history guy Tom is the one who who threw it in the pool for us. Mm-hmm. And man, never heard of them. Never would have encountered them. Never would have ever heard of them. I and, and like they're associated with people that I am very familiar with. They're associated with the fall. They're associated with John, John Zorn. They've obviously very heavily inspired by early swans which God, check out that episode god flesh yes it, heavily associated with god flesh yeah the fact that i have not it's not once come across my radar not even a not insane. even a little this band fucking rules yeah they fucking rule it's 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 exhausting it's punishing it is not for everyone it, but they they rule and yes uh between this and like, I can re- on that Mama Leak album was there saxophones on it? I have listened to that album so many times and I already don't remember. Either way, there there's a strong case being made in my recent listenings for jazz to be incorporated into extreme, heavy extreme music. Yeah, it, the the saxophones here are are big men. So where do we even start? Okay, uh, from the beginning, I guess from the beginning because. They're okay. They're very, very heavy. You can you can use the word industrial. You can use the word metal. You can use jazz. You can use noise rock. You can uh, experimental, I guess, but that's a little bit broad. Also, there's there's something about this band that felt very American to me. Nope, the London. I that's another thing. I would never have guessed no. the English. Yeah, you don't get you don't feel like the 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 band that aside from from Swans that that kept. Uh, coming up in my brain was Grotus, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Grotus. I do not. I know you've talked about them before. A long time. I, I, I meant to do an episode on them. <laughs> that was years ago. Now, uh, their biggest, you know, proponent proponent was Mike Patton. He went all nuts about them in the early nineties. Um, they remind me of, of a more brutal industrial Grotus, mm-hmm. uh, where there's like the mix in these like the way they mix is just so it's spilling over the edges there's yeah. just so many things packed into this and it, uh the, the drums have this really punchy distortion distorted sound uh and the bass is always super fucking dirty mm-hmm. uh 
It's cool. It's very cool. It's very specific. It's very cool. I do think it's funny the term industrial gets thrown around with this band because I thought about industrial music very sparingly while listening to it. Maybe once it it, it actually occurred to me. Yeah. But overall, they don't feel like an industrial band, even though it makes sense that you would call them that. Mm-hmm. There's just too much. There's just too much shit going on, and you also would never expect. How many goddamn musicians are in this band? It's impressive. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, you don't only hear 80% of them. Mm-hmm. You mostly just hear drums and bass. But there's, I mean, and saxophone as well. Yeah. But there's like four saxophones, there's three bass players. It's ridiculous. They're going off. Um, yeah. Um, it does, it kind of seems like the main, the, the main maniac behind everything is, uh, Kevin Martin. Yep. Kevin Richard Martin. Yeah. So the, the main two is of course, Kevin, Kevin Martin on vocals and saxophone and Justin, Justin Broderick on guitar of, uh, of Godflesh. And what was this other band? Uh, Probably something I should know. Napalm Death. No shit. <laughs> like oh, a fucking God. asshole. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a band, the band I like more and I've listened yeah. to way more. Yeah. Um, so it's those two, which is already a, a wild combo. I mean, um, Kevin or Martin, Kevin, it always drives me crazy when they have two first names as their, their full name. Uh, Kevin, he's, uh, I think, I mean, cause he has a pretty prolific career at this point mm-hmm. and I haven't heard any of it and I know it's wild and it's all over the place and crazy, but with Justin, I mean, it's just pretty straightforward death metal, Yeah, which is I don't know why I'm always surprised when I hear of death metal musicians doing something way off and crazy. Branching off, yeah. It, it, it almost, it's it's kind of ironic that some types or like certain sects of, of metal is conservative, but conservative conservative to metal. Like the like the purists, like the, the motorhead thing where mm-hmm. of like, it always has, has to sound like motorhead. Uh, even though that, in, that in, a, in and of itself is an extreme and not, a very uh, conservative thing in the traditional sense, but to go outside of that isn't really common. No, it's no, a very no. odd, ironic thing. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, which is crazy because you you would think uh, these people playing these extreme music, they have all the chops; they could play whatever they want. But yeah, but here we have a very interesting case. So. Uh, we have some. Uh, we have a couple of interviews and some snippets of history here from our our history guy Tom Osman. And where what we got here, we have an interview with with Kevin Martin and from 2021, uh, a band profile from 2009, and a little snippet of a review from '95, um, which we won't read too much of that, but we'll we'll kind of summarize it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of info on this band that they didn't really take off, so to speak. No, not at all. Uh, but yeah. yeah, on the off chance, anyone from that record company, the Numero Group, uh, is listening to this, or even I assume Kevin Martin controls this music, please, like, someone reprint it. I don't care if it's all digital, just... At least stream it. Please. At least, because yeah. these are rad albums. They're... Fu- oh, man. And it wasn't easy to get, dude. I mean, you could, so you could find them all on YouTube right now, but there's like... Asterisks. So, like the first record is on YouTube, but the quality is really bad. And there's like a bonus track on it. And I don't know the explanation behind the bonus track. Mm. We'll talk more about it when we get to it. But, and then the first, uh, sorry, the second record, <clears throat> it's on YouTube, but it's missing the final track. And however you feel about that track, 
if it's incomplete, it's incomplete. You can't yes. touch it. It's, I mean, we're album guys. We need the full thing. Yes. The, the, the last record is on YouTube, though. Mm-hmm. So that's at least that. Goddamn. But yeah, whatever whatever means you can to uh, yes. <laughs> carry these. If you're a psycho like us who likes just destructive music, this is a, a must. But um, I, I'm flat out refusing to list oh, all the band can't. members you because can't. it's ridiculous. There's so many. And according to our, our, our history guy, Tom, uh, he says uh, that's not even all of them. Like, yeah. th- th- like th- that's just a lot of them. There's yes. so many. Um, I don't have a specific date here of when they formed, but I think it was on late 80s. The smattering of inf- information on Wikipedia says they met Justin in late eight, 1988. Okay. And so, he would like produce their stuff before. Okay. So late 80s, um, they formed when uh, Marky Smith of The Fall, <laughs> it, one of the, my favorite, if possibly my favorite crazy person in all of music. Yeah. He just... The greatest RIP, <laughs> absolute horrific, per- like the kind of person where you would never be caught dead in the same room with you. Never ever want to be around. Not once. He, like a, like a, like a ginger Baker. Oh, not yeah. unlike ginger Baker. Okay. He's that kind of character. Yeah. Check out the episode on cream uh, and blind faith. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Marky Smith uh, contacted Martin and asked for a, a submission for a compilation. What is it? Was it called disparate? Cogsent? Cog- I'm not even... Cogshenti. Cogshenti. I can't read, dude. Cogshenti? Cogshenti. It looks, sounds, it sounds like a wine. I don't yeah. want to... Yeah, whatever. But it was for his label, Cogsenti. I don't know anything about that whole world. I've only heard a handful of fall albums. There was a thousand fall albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a weird... That's a, that's already kind of a random start. Like, hey, I give me a song. I guess I'll start a band then. Yeah. <laughs> if Marky Smith asks you for a song, you start a band. Yeah. This... Uh... You want to be famous, don't you? Or you want to be obscure and have two random guys talk about your band, don't you? 40 years later, or 30 <laughs> years later. I'm not that old. Uh, I'm so getting there. From According to this profile from 2009, it says the band had no formal lineup and no particular style. And it wasn't until Martin met Justin Broderick um, that the band released their debut, debut EP, which came out on Situation 2 Records and was produced by Broderick. So because... Uh, our history guy suggested this as band. I'm assuming he knows a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So he does, he, he adds a little bit of his, <clears throat> of his thoughts here. He says, uh, Kevin Richard Mar- Martin has, has had a long career in music covering many projects, which continues to this day. It all started with God. Martin sums up the life of the project um, by saying, uh, basically I started in God, which I put together and led. We recorded for various labels, small labels, and then very large labels like Virgin. Wild, <laughs> wild. Got signed a version. Uh, we collaborated with various people. John Zorn was very, very helpful in linking me with Bill Laswell and to lead me to produce the, the Possession album in New York. Then after after God, they would um, Broderick and and Martin went on to form Techno Animal. Uh, then Broderick became a busy guy, and then uh, they split. And you know, mm-hmm. they went to go do their own things. Well, I guess we might as well jump into the albums. Yeah. And well, two EPs, one album. There's three records total, as you may have surmised. Your first EP came out in 1990, last album 1994. So very brief existence that got swept under the rug immediately. <laughs> and <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Man. It's fucking. And here we are, the wonders of the internet. Oh yeah. Oh boy. But I guess uh, I guess we might as well jump into it. Let's do it. Here, yeah. This is 1990s Breach Birth.
Now those are some New York ass saxophones, which is odd because they're not anywhere near New York. I get crazy, no, no wave vibes yeah. already. My problem already with this EP is that this song is the vast majority of it. It pretty much is. Um, to me, it's the, the best. I like it. I think it's a cool song. Uh, it just takes a, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, vocals don't even come in until like three minutes. Yeah, it's also probably more representative of what the band is. The other two? Yeah, 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 for sure. Heavy King Crimson shit. Very jammy. If you needed uh, saxophones like the War Pig intro, it's, it's kind of basically what it is a much more chaotic saxophone heavy War Pigs intro. It's hard to give a good representation of this EP and even this song because this just sounds like standard noise rock, honestly. It's a, a little, little bit more, it's a little more It's a little more groovy. A little more jammy, a little more groovy. More repetitive, of course. Uh, it's going to take us a long time before we get yeah. to actually when the song starts. Uh, we, can, we can probably jump around a little bit, um, but I don't have very many timestamps. Uh, <clears throat> I probably don't need it. Let's see what's going on here. It is better already. Yeah, I was not expecting a layer, layer of like jammy psychedelic stuff at all with this guy. Yeah. But it's there. It, is, it sure is. All right, so there's a... Yeah, there's Kevin screaming his fucking brains out. Uh, worst least favorite. Worst least favorite. I feel like we're gonna agree on this episode again. There's, there's three. There's three albums here, or three recordings. Yeah. And yeah, this to, it's this not fully representative of what the band is. It is exactly that. It's not fully representative, and it's not. It's not even a bad. I actually quite like the EP. I was mm -hmm. excited after hearing this. Uh, it's just compared to the other two, it is no question the worst uh my problem with that opener i was pretty into it first listen mm -hmm. i like it less the more i hear it uh just because i've heard where they go with that that jammy style and i feel like it's inferior to pretty much everything else that comes after this sure and i actually do like the other tracks the other two tracks are swine fever and crash victim way shorter this way like shorter more like proper noise rock this on is those ones. for sure this is the most rock album they have yeah. most, especially noise rock um this is from uh the interview with with martin hughes uh because obviously there's a lot of saxophones mm -hmm. lots of saxophones uh he says whenever i played sax and god i was playing through an army of pedals a tower of marshall caps so it wasn't sounding like a natural saxophone that's one way to put it that's yep. very 
quiet, calm way to put it. <laughs> this is a, uh, it's wild. And so, uh, was it Trouser Press? I don't know what that is. It's a very old publication. Uh, they described this this EP as a screeching, fiercely distorted deconstruction of metal that remains the most rock thing Martin has ever released. There you go. <laughs> same same thing you said. Basic, a little bit. A little bit. Well, I haven't heard of everything else he's done. Yeah, yeah. But if this is the most rock thing he's ever done, <laughs> holy shit. Because this is it's still pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, if... If you aren't a fan of noise rock, there nothing's going to win you over here. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If you are a fan, you might think it's okay, but we can do better. We can do better. It's still very cool though. Like um, everything here is brutal. Everything here is going to remind you of early swans. Remind me of early swans, I guess. Um, such as the the lack of riff on swine fe- swine fever yet still feels like a song. Yeah. It's a lot of that where you couldn't pin pinpoint a baseline or a riff anywhere but it still has its own personality a lot of it's they're, they're very good about um similarly to swans about like having these like anchors where it gets chaotic but there's usually something whether it's a drum beat or baseline that is holding you to the ground yes a lot of it is the drums too yeah um was not expecting this to be like a drumming band either and it's it's some I, I absolutely love the drums in this band because you could tell the guy can play, but he's just insisting on playing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But it's a a catchy ass goddamn riff or drum line, whatever. It's it's a very much a, a Swans thing. It's a Can thing as well, where yep. the the drummer for Can R.I.P. Uh, was like a really really proficient jazz drummer, but just like I'm just gonna play the same thing over and over again. And like hey, it I, sounds great. I got this handy little beat. I'm gonna play it forever. Forever. But it sounds so cool. It's yeah. so uh so it's a lot of that. You hear how good he is, but he's just it's holding everything together, and then the drum line becomes the riff, and that's the thing that sticks in your head. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Um on YouTube, you'll find this full EP sounding a lot worse than what you heard just heard. It's it's I'm assuming um ripped directly from someone's LP or I, inch. I think this is an LP or I, a 12 inch. I think, well, I don't know about this, but I think some of the other ones, according to Discogs, I think it's like mostly CD releases. I didn't see any like vinyl uh, releases. Interesting because the version that we got our hands on um, sounds a lot better, but mm-hmm. the version on YouTube is, it, it's pretty rough. Um, but on that one, there's a bonus track. I don't know when, which issue or which release had the bonus track but it's it's on called car first by it's a cover by terminal cheesecake which is another band associated with the within that that circle so it's called car first i don't know where it came from yeah it's not listed on the discogs on any of the the versions mm-hmm. I mean, there's only two versions of the of the record anyway but i don't know where it came from it's a, it's a cover by terminal cheesecake cover of a terminal cheesecake song uh it's fucking awesome. It's, okay, I need to. I need to go out of my way. And it is the most that. out of all. The, the, it's the most brutal thing on the EP. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not technically not on the EP, I don't yeah. know where it came from, but it's very cool. And it's actually might be my favorite song on the thing if it were official or canon in any way. Uh, although it does feel the most like Swans. Um, very morbid and it's creepy. It's very fucking cool. Um, so seek it out. I mean, it's, not, it's obviously on YouTube, but I, I don't know the story behind that. That's troubling. Hmm. You got me. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere knows. Probably. Um, but it's a cool EP. It's their weakest record easily. Is it, I mean, I'm sure there's some debate, but I don't think there's much debate in this room. 
for for once. Nope. Not not from not from me. All right, all right. But we got plenty to talk more about, uh, such as the first actual full length. So you ready? I'm ready. Hell yeah. Where's my mouse? I've lost my mouse. Okay, <laughs> here we go. This is 1992's possession. Already, it's very metal. What a metal ass riff! It's not even a riff; it's just a harmonic. The, yeah, the uh, harmonics and some of the guitar things on here are very like Steve Albini, Big Black, metallic, but yes. not heavy metal kind of metal. Also, this is insane how short this song is compared to. Some of, they don't fuck around with the lengths of some of these songs, dude. No, this is a band that does lengthy songs. Lengthy songs. I didn't even realize how long this intro is because I've just like our our sense of time gets warped when we start listening to bands like this. I, I, a, th- a five minute intro kind of just zooms by. There we go. So fucking good. So good. And I just wasn't expecting a saxophone like that, like, at all. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is the uh, John Zorn playing on this? Yeah, yeah, I want to talk more about him in a second, though. I'm just trying to okay. find an album. So that goes on for what? Twelve minutes? <laughs> Not exactly. Uh, well, we got two more minutes. Two more minutes left on it. One of the shortest songs. So now we have John Zorn involved, as you heard from all the saxes. Although that could have also been Kevin. Although I'm assuming it wasn't because he was all, whatever. You know what? Yeah, yeah. John Zorn's here. All right, that's what matters. Also, uh, I I guess we are gonna hit a bit of a crossroads. Ooh. Best personal favorite. Really? I I didn't. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, this I, one, huh? All I right. like this one better than the next really? one. Really? I definitely don't. I de- I, have a pro- I have problems with this album. I, I like know. it, but I have problems with it. I Anytime I am just like love an album out of nowhere, it's, it, this feels good. And this one, this kind of sounded better to me, had more things for me that I could just like sink my teeth into. I w- wasn't expecting like... This is a weird comparison, but it's almost like free jazz, heavy music, like done in the style of Ohm, where you're playing like these 10 minute songs. Yeah. And I, you can always like nod your head or bang your head. It like, is ne- and it, it's chaos. It's chaotic, but you never lose track of what's happening. And I think that's why it felt good to me, because there it is, uh, you know, has some elements of like sludge metal where sludge metal is yes. similar in that sense where, um, you know, 
it's a little more repetitive, not as all over the place, but just like, man, this album felt good to me. There's, there's some, I mean, the first four tracks alone, it's like, so the second track, uh, fucked is what it's called. Yes. Who, who, that's what I was. That's the kind of shit I was, I was not expecting them to work. I was not expecting them to go there, but it's ex- my favorite style of them. Basically, it's just a cl- cl- little bit cleaner. Yeah. It's still heavy, but it's chilling. It's got these whisper chants going on. It's long and giant, but it's, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's that's where they start really showing, showing off the, the, the groovy side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like towards the end of fucked, there's this baseline and I thought it was like electronic stuff. Ooh. But it's just like that's how like metallic this this bass sounds, and I was like, "God damn, that's uh, that's cool." It's rad. It's rad. Um, Return to Hell has literally has the same rhythm as Red Sheep by Swans, <laughs> and I couldn't. I mean, I like the song fine, uh, but it's like, oh yeah, the influence is like very, very clear, mm-hmm. very clear. I was yeah again. I was just like, this is a very visceral song, but oh man, it is groovy. Most of this album is insanely groovy. Yes. I think, I mean, out of everything they've done, this is probably the grooviest. I uh, probably kind of like their most epic song on here. Soulfire, like fucking rules. There's set, yes. there's set up bass on it. Like <laughs> there's, it's not the only time they bring, bring in a stand up bass. No, no, no. And it's not so, at all. Yeah. you think it would be tacky. You think it sounds, it almost sounds pretentious, but it, it fucking it works. It, it, it still feels dirty. It, I'm, I'm going to play a sample. Ooh, yeah. Oh, rat. I'm going to play a, a little, I almost wonder if I should this go in, in the middle. Yeah, whatever. Oh, this song is so sick. And yeah, playing it in snippets to, doesn't really do it justice. But, but this baseline is so good, you fucking immediately start moving to it. So good. Talk about a busy mix, though. Oh, yeah, and there's a, like, Albini, like, playing guitar. Yeah. Yeah, this reminds me of Grotus. Yeah, for sure. Oh, very cool. Um, uh, yeah, I I think I like every every song on here. Like, I have three tracks that I am not too keen on. What are they? I probably like them. Hate meditation. No, I love it. it. It has some really fucking great moments. I I'll, but the, the, it's it's so much funkier than I was expecting. From a I was band gonna, like this. You can dance to that. It's song. so funky. You can, and there's like. <laughs> noisy piano over it it's just again like it sounds like a mess and it is a mess but it fucking works and for me that's the first time i thought about like industrial music that's where the Uh electronics felt a little more prevalent to me ironically and even though it's also dancey uh the 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 track that where the stand up bass really shows itself is Lord I'm on my way. Oh yeah, it does. I mean the sacks on there are the most John Zone thing ever. Mm-hmm. The super no wavy. Um, I mean you, you heard a little bit on the on the opener where it's just going ape shit. But around three fifty, it gets insanely groovy. That uh, that stand up bass. Ooh. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, 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 what's going on? That's funny. The my timestamp. Same was, one. 
uh, a little more like 420, but will this uh, will this play a little bit? All right. Oh, actually, no, this is this is fucking cool. It's super cool, and it's it's heavy, but it, they can rein it in. Yeah, they don't really do these like sinister, like whispery vocals too much, but it feels great when they do. And yeah, that fucking stand-up bass sounds great. <laughs> sounds awesome. Oh, I fucking love it. I love this song. Uh, the other two tracks that I, I can't stand, and then we're not can't stand, but they they wear on me. And it's the reason this is not uh, my best or personal favorite. Love and Black Jesus back to back is a gauntlet. Mm-mm-mm. No, I. Oh my god. <laughs> let Let me tell you, this is a lengthy album. It is not the lengthiest. <laughs> it's not the lengthiest, but it's still pretty lengthy. Yes. By the time it got to love, I looked and I saw that I had 16, 16 at minimum, 16 more minutes. And it's I a was 17 just, minute song. I was just like, let's go. Fuck. Yeah. 16 more minutes. Uh, I fucking, I love it. It's, oh man, it's so long. It's, it's the a legit 17 minute song. It's the most <laughs> sludgy. Um, and then yeah, black Jesus isn't like a proper song. No, I, I thought it was gonna be more of a, that's the song that's, that's missing from YouTube, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it's this, this cacophony of like church bells, and but pianos or I, organs. Yeah, I yeah. I is it wait, is it just church bells? I'm already forgetting. No, there's like church bells and there's like some guitar feedback towards the end. Okay. But it's it's more experimental than it is a song for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I kinda I kinda like that to just like close out the album with that. It's just, normally I'm I'm fine with whatever you want to dick around with. It goes on for like six minutes. <laughs> is it really that long? Yes, See, it's my in, sense of time is so warped. Dude, exactly. It does fuck with our sense of time, but ending the album with the most punishing 24 minutes is I, Oh, I, it took I, me out of it. I was here for it <laughs> as much as I love the like, most of the album. Yeah. God damn. That, that kicked my ass. I, uh, yeah, very again. And why I gave it best. If I'm listening to your out, like what we're probably like, you're, it's probably like 50 minutes when you get your like 50, 45 minutes in when you get to love. Yeah. And I'm like, I want more. This is, that's a good fucking album. It is, me. You're basically saying everything I feel about a different album. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so this is the only album that John Zorn is on. He, mm-hmm. uh, he contributed a lot to this whole, I don't know, era or this time period with, with the band. And he's a guy who has the most ridiculous discography. He's worked on hundreds of albums. Uh all of which I would probably find unlistenable, even though I do actually <laughs> like him. Um, the only thing of his that I've actually actually heard or paid attention to a lot was Naked City. Um, and I listened to like the first album religiously. That was the one with, with I from Boredoms on it. It's a, and it's way more, I don't know, surfy and uh, car chasey than you would you'd expect from a dude who goes nuts on saxophone like that. I need to check that out. It's very that cool. Sounds, yeah, that sounds... Oh yeah, it's a very fun album. Uh, and the other thing is his Masada little project thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, it's way more complicated and uh, convoluted than I even understand. But for the series, it was like Masada books, and he would he would write all this music, and he gave them out to bands. Mm-hmm. And 
the bands you, you like these are my songs make them however you want to make them these are the bass melodies it's pretty simple not simple but you know these are pretty cut and dry do make it your songs and he, a ton of bands and of course uh the one that i've heard thousands of times is the one he gave to secret chiefs three <laughs> those who don't know secret chiefs three that's uh trace bruins's massive project um trace points of mr bungle of course uh it's it's a it's a band secret chiefs three is a band made up of like seven to nine i think it might be seven satellite bands uh trace trey is the only <clears throat> consistent member in, in in the entire thing uh, he's in all the, the satellite bands but they all tackle a different type of middle eastern music and they all they it's a wide array and and usually on the albums themselves they they, they credit the satellite band and it's like i mean there's a death metal one there's uh, a surf rock kind of four four one there's one that's full-on middle eastern there's one that's like circus music <laughs> i mean it's, it's <laughs> all over the place it's fucking wild but john zone gave uh gave one to, to secret chiefs and that one is called uh the one he gave to secret chiefs was zafan book of angels volume nine uh and of course there's how many volumes Tw 32 volumes Mm -hmm. And they all have a bunch of different names. There's a million different artists. Um, I don't know most of these. Neither do I. Yeah, it's all over the place. But it's an incredible album. It's very cool. It's all based around uh, Jewish folk folklore, I believe, <clears throat> and or Jewish imagery, uh, something like that. I mean, it's all instrumental. It's just the the concept that he went with the whole thing, um, I guess. But super fucking cool. Super cool. Um, and that's well, how we get how to get on the John Zorn rant because <laughs> he's on this album because he's on this album. There we go. There we go. Oh, uh, shit. Need. <laughs> pull, pull it back around. <laughs> uh, this this album was also mastered by Howie Weinberg and uh, our history man. Tom has given us a, a short list of his insane credits. And I am telling you, we have done episodes on every one of these credits. So get ready. This is going to be <laughs> this is all plugs. OK, <laughs> the clash, the replacements. Husker Du, Thin Lizzy, Run DMC, Swans, Danzig, Mission of Burma, Slayer, Soundgarden, White Zombie, King Diamond. Well, we didn't do King Diamond. We did Merciful Fate. We did, yeah. Episode two before we had video. Celtic Frost, Nirvana, Caius, Pantera, Jeff Buckley, Sparkle Oars, Jesus Lizard, Beastie Boys, and you will know us by the Chill Dead. We didn't cover. We covered their last album. We didn't cover uh, their full discography, but we did cover their, their most recent album. Uh, that's that's a lot. That's insane. That's insane. Just like we're insane, and we. I'm assuming Howie has more bands. Well, for sure, yeah. for sure. But the fact that we've, with the exception of. King Diamond, Swans, and, and Trail of Dead. We have covered all of their entire discographies. We have heard every fucking record by every one of those bands. God damn it. Uh, and you can hear us talk about it on all the various, you know, you search the videos. You get you can find. Although Pantera, Merciful Fate. Um, Run DMC. Run DMC. Yeah, yeah. those those were before we had video. Those were audio only. Um, but still, seek them out. Yeah, yeah. Fun episodes. Uh, crazy, crazy shit. Uh, but anyway... Alex's best personal favorite, a really, a really rad album, not for the faint of heart, of course, really brutal, um, but God damn it, underrated. This whole band, just yeah. so insanely underrated. Yeah. Uh, I, I want, I want remasters. Remasters, baby. But we got one more and we already know how I feel about this one. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, what is it? 1994? It's 1994's The Anatomy of Addiction.
This is instantly somehow more brutal. Yep. And more like beef heart ass. It's, it's it's something else, dude. That rhythm alone is already way more froggy. Not even froggy, it's just odd. Also, I like doing weird, weirder vocals rather than like cliche harsh. Yeah, the vocals on this album get weird. It's he's no longer just screaming in every song. Although the last album he did fuck around with some other stuff, he wasn't just screaming. But he sounds demented here for sure. And the mix is still really interesting. You just gotta listen for it because it's just so jam-packed and so loud. God damn. So that's that's the song that made me think industrial. Yes. Uh, it, everything sounds way more metallic and <laughs> ear-piercing. Obviously, best personal favorite. This is a punishing album this yeah it is yeah if this shit was streaming i would say everyone should have that song on all fours on your halloween playlist oh not just that one the the track two (laughs) body horror which sounds like somehow sounds like body horror yeah oh dude it's fucking twisted dude i wrote that down that like some like Obviously, this is not friendly music, but anything <laughs> remotely comfortable is just thrown out the window window here and yeah. is just darker, more brutal, more uncomfortable. Somehow they did <laughs> heavier than ever too. like this. There's a there's a quote because there's a, um, I already forgot which co- publication covered this. This album, it was CMJ magazine and there's a, a little snippet from kevin in this in this piece and he, he ends it this is actually the last line of the of the piece he says there's no reason someone who's even into fucking pantera should couldn't get off on anatomy of addiction well you know to 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 be fair uh pantera has that like weird noisy song with where phil it's like I'm already forgetting. Is it off of uh, Far Beyond Driven? The one where he's narrating? It's like, so it fucks your girlfriend. Yeah, I fucking hate that song. I hate that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's on Far Beyond Driven. Yeah, and Phil does seem to like weird, weird things like anal cunts. So uh, I think that's a fair... Yeah, Pantera, I mean, people... When they think of Pantera, they they think of the... You know, they think of Cowboys from Hell or whatever, Mouth for War. Uh, But they, they got some... They got some pretty fucking crazy, cool, insane stuff. Like I'm, I'm still stand by like uh, Great Southern Tranquil as being like wildly, or weirdly underrated. It's really abrasive. It's so good. I yeah. love that album. Yeah. I, I love the places they go on that album. Yeah, I don't broken record here because we talked about it, but yeah, I don't know how that band somehow escalated uh, to make every album more extreme until great southern 
after Great Southern tried to kill, there oh, was, I mean, there, yeah, there was nowhere else to go. Yeah, yeah, that's why Reinventing the Steel wasn't quite as good. I mean, check out that episode. It was before yeah. we had video, but episode twelve, I believe. Um, and yeah, you know, they're kind of back to. It's a weird thing, but we got to re. It's not a bad reunion. It's in terms of reunions, it could get a lot worse than that. You know what? I I feel like uh, people want to hear this music live, so have at it yeah yeah i don't see anything yeah anything wrong with that uh but this album there's this plenty album. wrong with it and all in all the best ways and all the ways i love anyway this is this album is an hour and 20 minutes and not a single moment feels nice <laughs> like it just Boy, it's so pun. it's so punishing as bad as punishing like i said but this uh, album dude it's so heavy it's so I, brutal i actually think tunnels Nice for this band, not for normal music, but for this band. Tunnel is so, dude. That Tunnel is a perfect example of how much I love the bass in this band. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, according to this piece, what, this was a, a I guess in, the, in this time period, a ten member band. Yeah, that makes. Sense. It doesn't make sense. This isn't selling ten people playing. But so, okay, what is how many how many people are in this? Uh, let's see, two guitarists, two percussionists. Two saxophonists, three bass players, samples, bass clarinet, and electric viola. Now, I, where is any of that aside from just bass and drums? I do think it could be mixed better, which is another reason I went with uh, the other album over right. this one. It is quite uh, busy, yes. Yeah, so um, if this, I still think it's rad if this doesn't sound as as good as I think it could be. I. I didn't really compare the, the production. I, that's that's there could oh. be an argument for that for sure. Also, but, I feel like maybe that's not fair because we're working off you know unofficial YouTube and yeah. uh, files and w- however we listen to these. Yeah, illegally we listen to these illegally because we can't find them. All right, but I, I will pay Kevin Martin money if he uh, if he wants me to. Yeah, I'll shoot him a twenty. Oh, fuck! It's a great <laughs> album. I love this, but. Uh, so the reason why I do love this one a lot more, and it, and it was like a no brainer, almost immediately. And I, it was a certain thing, like a certain thing that happens with albums, um, where, uh, because as a, as a lover of music, I mean, you never stop being a lover of music, and and I I want to love everything I hear because mm-hmm. it makes me happy to like music. And every once in a while, I'll I'll find an album. And the first song, first song was like, all right, that was pretty fucking good. Second song was like, oh, even better. Mm-hmm. Third song. Yeah, fourth, fourth song is where I'm like, oh, oh, this is it. This is it. This, this is it. a great album. This is going to be in my, 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 my repertoire. Repertoire. It's going to be in my, my revolving door car playlist or whatever. Personal I get, catalog. I get excited. Finally, I get another album to love. Yeah. And then more often than not, from f- track five onward, it starts going back down the other way. And, like, and that's, uh, that's always like super disappointing. Here... I'm at track four. I'm like, please, please stay good. Please stay good. And it stayed good. Yes. I love yeah. fucking Lazarus. I love Voodoo Head Blows. La- Bloodstream is, I don't love as much uh, as the as the others, but goddamn, it, it brings back the grooviness. There is, they have not it lost does, the yeah. grooviness. And one of my favorite things about this album that, that wasn't really around on the last album at all, the 70s detective bongos. Yes. <laughs> they're all, they're so, they're everywhere and they're super uh, cool. Especially on blood, like bloodstream. Yeah. I instantly loved it. You get the bongos, you get some funk, yep. you get the psychedelia. 
This turned into Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. Without the rape. Lazarus, going back to that. I I think that's some of my favorite drumming from this band, though. So good. They if, man, they fucking when they, when the bass and drums kick in in that song, it hits as hard as anything I've heard. Yeah. It, it, got it. Because I don't know. Uh, some, there's something about the way because a lot of these songs start off with just a lot of dicking around and, and weird buildup or some strength like um the first chunk of white pimp cut up is like super funky and crazy but when everything comes in it fucking hits so hard so that's one of their more jazzy songs yeah and i was not expecting them to layer it with like these brutal vocals yep but they do and it fucking works yeah and uh the most rock thing on here is i would say driving the demons out mm-hmm. and it it's it's almost weird hearing a legitimate guitar riff right in the middle of an album like this <laughs> just, we're just so used to being smacked in the face by these drums <laughs> but oh, it rules and I, I they're legitimately great bass lines are great hooks that like i said uh earlier on with the drums sticking in your head because they're repetitive but they're catchy and they're they're very well the, the guy can play is what i'm trying to say uh so everything, it just feels the catchiest, even mm-hmm. though it's not it's, inviting it's, music in the slightest. Not in the least bit. Uh, gold Teeth Rules too. It's, it's it's not anything unlike the rest. I mean, you can kind of interchange. I mean, there's not a whole lot of diversity on here. It's just, there's just so much craziness. So this is an hour 20 of punishing sometimes detective jazz. There are some wild moments that, that catch you off guard. <laughs> but on the whole, I would say it, it does feel pretty much the same. Brutal, heavy, and kind of groovy. But also, like, it does feel distinctly... I feel like they accomplish making two different albums. Yeah, they are different albums, 100%. Um, I was expecting mo- more of the same. Mm-hmm. But this is... This one's chunkier. This one has... They do have their own identities, so... Yeah, this one, even though the songs are very long, and I will talk more about the 18-minute song, <laughs> but they feel less jammy than the last album. Mm-hmm. La- last album was more psychedelic, more jammy. This feels more industrial, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the closer is Detox, which is 18 minutes, and good God almighty, it is long. <laughs> it, did, it didn't hit me the same way Love did, so... Look, look, it's way too long. It's good. It's, 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 well, good. it's good. It is way too long, but it is not bad. It is yeah. a good song. Uh, I find the first eight minutes to I, be pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> the first, which is all, that's not a, that's not a, uh, a, a statement that most people will understand. Like they'll be like, why are you Especially listening to coming from you? The thing is, I think any normal person, like, why are you listening to something for eight minutes? Just turn just, it off. Yeah. Just turn, just don't listen to it. I, but it gets good after that for the, for the final 10. <laughs> It's pretty fucking cool. We, we are we are guys who like to set a mood, even if that mood is hostile and brutal. In fact, I prefer it. I I, I love a good hostile, oh, especially around the holidays. Uh, it just makes me feel warm. But uh, the worst part about this entire album and and the song detox is the end of it, where it has this legitimately painful high pitch ringing at the end. Oh yeah, for like a minute or. 30 seconds to a minute and it church bells don't seem so bad now do they at least those didn't hurt this actually like i had to i'm listening on speakers in a uh, in a fairly good side bit like big room mm-hmm. and i still had to lower it like this fucking actually hurts yeah uh no dice but but 
for me, this was a no-brainer fest. <laughs> I fucking love it. Every song offers something, even even if a few of them are unapologetically long and they all make you feel like dirt. Uh, and any fan of Swans, any era of Swans, I would say this is this is God, dude. <laughs> this is God. Yeah, I fans of noise rock. If somehow you listen to metal bands that incorporate jazz and you want more of that, come on down to the god all caps dude eh, it's not easy to find but uh it's fucking a hell of an intense experience dude dude yeah it was uh i was yeah it was blindsided and uh i'll do i'll do it again because definitely i do it every week yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh god i love fucked up music uh so they they broke up and we were kind of briefly explained, you know, uh, Justin and Kevin, um, Justin went more toward metal and Godflesh and successful, <laughs> I, uh, I guess successful. He has a bunch of projects and Kevin went on to do a bunch, a whole bunch of weird shit, uh, such as, uh, here's a few, uh, that Tom gave us. He says, uh, curse of the golden vampire, eraser, ice, the sidewinder, techno animal with Justin white viper and zone all those are, I think those are all with Justin, yes. which is what a weird musical relationship to just have a million different bands with the same person. And like have like Justin be kind of well known, but all of these are just flying under the radar. Every single one of them. Yeah. Like it reminds me a little bit of uh Ian McKay and, and um Jeff Nelson from Minor Threat. They were in like a million bands together. Mm-hmm. Of course, all like no one only obviously only one the only one people remember is Minor Threat. Um you know what? Reading Tom notes here, I think I have heard of the bug. Really? That that's his um apparently his most prolific. It's a dubstep project. That's 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 Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin is the bug. What the fuck? He was God and now he's bug. I'll, I'm uh I shouldn't have even bought it up because I can't even think of the context. If this sounds like you, you just has come across. I mean, I'm assuming it's his most yeah yeah popular thing or famous or successful thing i don't know i don't know this is a weird guy uh he also um did experimental audio research which is the name of the project um with kevin shields of my bloody my bloody valentine another interesting like w- w- how much further from napalm death can you get than my bloody valentine <laughs> i mean you'll get your ears blown out at both shows so oh yeah yeah for sure um and he i mean he's still making a bunch of bunch of music he released like a million ambient albums this year or 20 not sorry last year 2022 um and uh tom recommends downtown i i'm gonna check out downtown i feel like you dabble your toes in that ambient thing more often than i do i if you say it's good i'll give it a listen i give it a shot but yeah, yeah who knows who knows i mean if there's a you put out a lot yes. of albums last year i mean it's it's crazy uh well, hell yeah, we're fucking, we're got, we're done. All right. Thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out. Let's do a little recap. Uh, worst, least favorite, uh, Breach Birth. Not really a comprehensive uh, thing in the band, but if somehow you stumble across these albums and you want more, by all means, check it out. And then best personal favorite, uh, Possession. It This, like, sounds the best to me. Feels the most comforting and i probably shouldn't use that word with this bad <laughs> twisted word to use yes uh same 
for worse breach birth it's it's a fine ep it's a cool ep it is not even close to as good as the rest which is the only reason why i gave it that best personal favorite anatomy of addiction it is punishing music at its at its finest and it's some some sometimes you just need to be beaten into the ground by music it makes me feel <laughs> and i need it sometimes oh god i love it i love it thanks so much for listening and watching and hanging out thank you tom for for doing this obviously being a part of the team and researching shit for us but also for for putting this on our radar uh never ever would have encountered this band otherwise apparently nope insane uh but might as well close it out with a couple plugs all right if you enjoyed this like it okay leave comments talk shit if you want to do that and be the person who you are we will accept you for who you are probably i'm not gonna read the comment i don't fucking care be cool though uh what was I going to say? Uh, there's, there's no, there's no playlist because there's nothing streaming. So I guess, sorry, yeah, seek it out on your own. YouTube, YouTube, what you can. All right, the most of it, the vast majority is on YouTube. Sounds a little rough, but it's fucking there. It's worth seeking out. Uh, you can find me on all social media at Pounder Monkey and Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. Yeah, yeah. Please, please be sure to follow our history guy, Tom Osmond, at Tom Osmond Sounds on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as his Substack, tomosmond.substack.com, where he writes about music, does interviews with other musicians, has a whole bunch of neat stuff on there, and his debut album, so much for all day's work, and you can find links to all of that in the description, as well as my debut EP, Pander Monkey, in the description as well. Please check that out if you like weird music. It's not even weird. It's just fucking cool. All right, go fuck yourself. Try it, please. I don't you know. I don't even care. It's just, a, it's a, I feel like I have to plug it. He does care. I do That's care. Plugs I do care, but just barely. <laughs> it's just hanging on by a thread. The simple fact that there's not a playlist has thrown off my entire plug game. I know. I know. It's, it's just one pebble and I'm off the road completely. Patreon.com slash every album app. If you want to really help us out, suggest artists for us. Be a part of our little community. Uh, you get bonus episodes. You get, to, you get to see your schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we're covering next. Uh, you get to join the Discord. And uh, that's where we pull out our EAE singles episodes directly from the Discord. It's very cool. It's very nice. And if you're tier two, if you're bigger than Jesus, then you can suggest a full discography for us. Uh, and we'll put it on the schedule immediately. And, and, and any suggestion you have afterward gets thrown in the Patreon poll just like this one where we pick it out. Um, based on whatever space that we have, whatever we find the most interesting, whatever, you know, just almost randomly at this point. Uh, it's cool stuff. So go there and do that. Uh, what else is that? I think, that's, I think that's about it. That's it. You got the big the big one, the, the Patreon out of the way. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, I don't know what in the world we're going to close it out with. I do. Fucking bloodstream, baby. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I guess we're closing with bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya.